It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. So with us this morning, as usual, on the uh, second Monday of the month, we have uh, the uh, back of guys from Advanced Financial Strategies. We, and, and if you want to call us this morning, ask them a question. you mind if we take a question on the phone? Uh, we'll try that and see we how that shot. works. Yeah. <laughs> call our bat line. We got a, we got a, one of our <laughs> listeners says it's the bat phone. So I think that's a new name. If you want to call in and ask a question, call us on the bat phone. This morning, three two three five two five four. Easy way to remember that three two three, KCLI. So anyway, good morning, guys. Good, good morning. morning, Harold. Good morning, good to see you. So how are you all doing? Uh, We're doing good. This weather you survived the little storm that came through that was going to provide six inches of snow and 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 keep us from moving around this part of the state. Very nice. Another dent in the drought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we've really uh, in pretty good shape you know moisture wise for sure hey harold one thing that uh riley and i actually was at a conference in dallas last week and there was a lot of good information that we we got from that but one of the statistics there's a couple things here i wanted to talk about but more americans are turning 65 now than at any any point in history and and people don't think of that they think about oh i'm turning 65 next year whatever the case is but they don't realize of the the influx of all of the people that are turning 65 so this year it's projected that over 11,000 a day, on average, are expected to turn 65, which is over 4 million people this year. And this this demographic is supposed to happen for the next two to three years, and then it starts to taper off. These people are baby, boomer, uh, baby boomers. And uh, the other thing is they have more money than ever. Mm-hmm. They have better health than ever. They live longer than any point in history. So they're going to need IRA management. They're going to be uh, needing tax management for their IRAs, and they're going to need this for up to 20 to 30 years because they're living longer. So this is something that's really unprecedented ever in history. And, uh, you know, there's, there's so well, many that's things. That's a great point. Well, so many things that impact uh, longevity in retirement uh, in, impact the, uh, the net income that you get, and, and there's a lot of things that impact your Medicare Part B, your tax on your Social Security. So there's a lot of puzzle pieces that go into it. But the point is is there's, there's so much more people out there that need this service than ever before. Well, and, and I'll touch on something real quick. Um, but back then, uh, the 401K and Dad and, you know, Harold, uh, you guys might uh, know this a little bit better than I do, but I believe the traditional like 401k that we're all used to didn't even come out until the 80s is early that, 80s is correct? why would you say harold and i should know it more than <laughs> well i was i was I wasn't even because, a thought uh, i'm over 65 there you, you go baby boom edition <laughs> i know you're not yet i'm over 55 but uh, but but with you're that there yeah but with that all of their retirement assets are pretty much taxable and when i say there i'm talking about the baby boomer generation everybody has a traditional ira or traditional 401k and this is something that we talk to with everybody that comes through and, and does uh you know uh, financial planning with us is the traditional 401k and ira was the smartest thing the government has ever created to generate perpetual tax dollars for them uh, they have it figured out and so what happens is, uh, you know, you save your whole career, you work for a company for 30 or 40 years. We see this every single day. And people walk in with, you know, $800,000, million, $2 million, four, 401ks, IRAs, or more, and they're shocked and, you know, quite frankly, upset to find out that, you know, 20 to 30 percent, 25, 30 percent of that is not theirs. They basically have an IOU to the IRS, and they hate that. Well, the the... the- tax benefits of that is is something that they you know accumulated throughout the course of their life but now it's time to pay the piper and they have to unwind all the tax savings that they did get and uh 
you know, basically you don't get to spend that money. You get to spend the net after tax. You have to spend the taxes, you know, out of the out of the account first. The government gets those taxes, and you get to spend what's left over. What's the difference between that and the results of a defined benefit package like an old-fashioned pension? Yeah, so it, it's similar deal. Yeah, well, it, it's not necessarily similar, but you still got to pay taxes. Yeah, on you still got to pay taxes on it. But uh, you know, back uh, in the seventies, eighties, and really early nineties, the the lion's share of a retirement was taken care of by what you're talking about—a a pension. Well, back whenever the 401k in the 80s was, uh, you know, presented to the companies, well, of course, they want to shift the liability of retirement planning to the employee instead of to the employer. And so it was a no-brainer to make that switch for them. It's less money that the company has going out. Yeah, from the pension to the 401k. Yeah, that's exactly right. But speaking of a pension, and this is the thing I think you really have to watch out for, and I see if you all agree with mm-hmm. this, a situation where by someone has a pension, Mm-hmm. They retire and they live that thirty years. That pension all of a sudden is not worth what it was when they retired because it's the same basically unless you get a cola or cost of living increase yes. in that pension, like in Social Security. Yeah, inflation. But yeah. that's usually not enough to cover uh, the inflation. Typically, no. I, and I met a teacher yeah. a few years ago in, in in over at Elk City. He and his wife both retired, and he was getting a retirement for both of them because she yeah. passed away. But it was I, I couldn't believe how small a amount of money it was well we always try to talk to people if you you know depending on your sources of income a lot of people think well my retirement starts this at this point and i'm going to get social security but they don't think about multiple sources of retirement so we talk to people about having multiple sources of retirement five is usually a pretty good number uh you know social security a pension a 401k individual savings maybe uh you know selling some land or something in later on in life if they have to but the the thing is is over time everything is going to get it more expensive. There's just no question. But if you'll think about it, Harold, most people are doing the most traveling in their early years of retirement. They're not doing that in their later years. You know, Briley talks about, you know, his, his grandmother, which is my mother-in-law, wonderful lady. She's in her 90s, and, and just at that point, she doesn't uh, doesn't travel much she at all. She sits out on the farm and watches the Western Channel all day and doesn't do anything. She's so, in her no-go years. So there's so, three... Somewhere in there, people just don't want to travel. Well, right. and that's the, it's not worth the And hassle. you don't need as much money at that point, but the, you still have bills to pay, and those bills are more expensive. But most people can get by, you know, anywhere from, depending on what you do, you know, 2500 a month to 5000 a month. It's, it's pretty easy to sustain that lifestyle if you've got no debt and you just don't don't do much in your later years and and what's crazy to think about and, and for the uh, I know we have a lot of clients that are listening this morning but um, and, and if you are listening you'll know what I'm talking about but we have uh, everybody that we're doing retirement planning for we've got a uh, 11 by 17 big sheet of paper that we we give to everybody it's a reti- their retirement plan and it shows that you know it say you were to pass away at 90 years old approximately what you would have at that point and everybody that comes through and sees that everybody's like holy smokes that's way too much money to leave to my kids and so what we talk about is spending more money earlier in retirement because that's your what dad calls your go-go years you're going to be going and doing the things you're going to be you know traveling to colorado you're going to be uh you know traveling overseas whatever checking off your bucket list right that's exactly right but whenever you're 80 and 90 years old you're not going to be doing that but what happens and this this is the big kicker is at seven it's right now at 75 uh, but there's what's called a required minimum distribution that you have to take out of your qualified assets. And when I say that, it's your IRAs, traditional IRAs, or your traditional 401ks. And we see all the time people that have those larger portfolios, they're taking fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar minimum distributions out of those assets, and you add that along with pension income, 
Social Security, um, savings, rental income if they have it. And we see a lot of times people in their 80s or 90s with $150,000, $200,000 a year coming in um, from just their assets. And that sounds crazy, but we see it all the time. Yeah, people think they're going to be in a lower tax bracket at retirement. And that's just not what we, that's not our experience. That's no. not reality. And, and that goes to another point is right now is the lowest taxes have been in any of our lifetimes. Um, and you probably know this, Harold, um, from working in the legislature, but um, in 1946 to 1964, the top tax, tax bracket was right around 90%. Well, the top tax bracket right now is what, 30, 37? 37. Um, and then after 1964, it got cut to 77%. Everybody thought they were getting a good deal. Taxes are actually cheaper now than they've been in any point in history. Yeah. Good point. And and I was just thinking about, you know, the IRAs. They're also a best friend to some of the foundations out there as well. Absolutely. And, there's and some, that's been good for foundations. Absolutely yeah. it has. Q- QCDs, Qualified uh, Charitable Contributions. And what that, what that means is somebody in, in IRA – terms, you know, when they get older and take that minimum distribution, they can actually put up to $100,000 a year to one of those organizations and not have to pay the tax on that income. And the organization doesn't have to claim it as income either. What do you want to talk about when we come back? We're going to take a quick break. I've got uh, a gone with the wind story. Oh, a little bit of trivia here. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Gone with the wind. No more walruses. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk about tools. Take these pliers. They're not revolutionary technology, even if I added sound effects and said, Pliers, the future of tool technology. You'd still just see them as something you use every day. Now let's talk about a tool that you might think is futuristic, but isn't. Genetic testing for commercial cattle. Use it to help reach your goals faster and with more confidence. Genetic testing is just a tool. Use it to build a better herd. Get started with Zoetis at BeefGenetics.com. It's the Bledsoe Farms Angus Production Sale, Saturday, February 17th, 12.30 p.m. at the Payne County Stockyards, Perkins Livestock in Perkins, Oklahoma. They'll be offering 92 lots, including 47 registered Angus bulls, 33 registered open yearling heifers, and 12 spring calving cows. You can attend the sale live in person in Perkins or watch and bid on liveauctions.tv. Sale catalog available at BledsoeFarms.net. Bledsoe Farms Angus Production Sale, Saturday, February 17th. How long has it been since you've been serviced? If you have to think about it, it's been too long. If cobwebs are starting to build up, it's been too long. And we all know with Oklahoma weather, in just 24 hours, you can experience all four seasons, plus tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, and tsunamis. Okay, maybe that was a bit dramatic, but remember, before you turn on the heater, turn to the experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air, Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. Oklahoma license number 92419. Hello, this is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. Did you know you can legally keep more of your hard-earned retirement savings and disinherit the government? Now is the time to take control of your family's financial future. If you've saved the traditional way, did you know that you're in business with the IRS? A lot of people don't realize after working their entire career that all the money in their 401k or IRA is not theirs. Depending on your tax situation, a lot of that money is actually Uncle Sam's. Unfortunately, this is the reality for the majority of retirees, all because they didn't know the rules. This is your retirement we're talking about, so live by your rules. If you're tired of being in business with the government and want to legally disinherit Uncle Sam from your retirement, give me a call, Briley Baca, at 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. 
Brian Baca and Briley Baca are investment advisor representatives of an advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. There's big savings off the sticker at Cummins and Weatherford. The new head-turning, jaw-dropping 2023 and 2024 Sierra LD models are on the lot now at Cummins. 2.9% for 72 months. It's not just a truck. It's a new 2023 or 2024 GMC. One of the commanders of trucks. Best sales and services teams in western Oklahoma. Right here at Cummins Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Weatherford. I-40 and Airport Road. And online at CumminsBPG.com. See dealer for details. GMC. We are professional grade. Vote no on the Weatherford Community Center proposition. Weatherford is home to several fantastic local gyms owned by local people who invest in our community every day. Why spend your tax dollars on constructing a facility only to be charged again to use it? Local gyms are already here, providing the services you need without an additional financial burden on your wallet. Invest in our local businesses, support our neighbors, and keep our dollars local. Vote no February 13th. Paid for by Committee for Responsible Weatherford Taxation. Here's Rick Dahlgren from Boss and Bling talking about basic firearm training. A lot of people are afraid of guns, and we don't want them to be afraid. So this class basically takes you from, I don't know anything, to all of a sudden, oh my goodness, I can do this. It's fun. Shooting handguns can be very fun. And that's what we try to do, is just get the fun involved in it. Start shooting today. Take the short drive to Boss and Bling Firearm Solutions. Easy to find and easy to shoot. South of I-40 between Clinton and Weatherford. Google Boss and Bling for directions. Good morning. 23 minutes after 7 o'clock, and, and I've got one for you here. We have with us on the program from Advanced Financial Strategies, Briley and Brian Backa. And uh, anyway, this comment's made in the year of 1957. Um, I'm afraid to send my kids to the movies anymore ever since they let Clark Gable get by saying, damn, and gone with the wind. It seems like every new movie has either a hell or a damn in it. So that was in 1957. What do you think? It changed. Was? That's nuts. Things have changed. My goodness. Wow. So what's your Gone with the Wind story? Margaret Mitchell was the author of Gone with the Wind, and I didn't realize this. I, I've, I've kind of heard this through the years, but I started researching her a little bit uh, this last week. But she was only she was born in 1900, died in 1949, so she only was 49 years old oh, when wow. she passed away. But this book, uh, Gone with the Wind, was published in June 30th, 1936. The the crazy thing about it is she took 10 years to write the story, and the unique thing about it is she wrote the last chapter first, which which you think about that. Why would she write the last chapter first? So what I, what I always talk to people about is, is let's begin our goals with the end in mind. What's your goal? What do you want to do for retirement? Uh, what do you want to uh, have for your retirement salary? We all have salaries throughout the course of our careers, That's a good point. and then we talk to people yeah. about the retirement salary. What do you want your salary to be? And then how do we create that retirement salary twenty to thirty years in advance? And that's something that uh, you know we try to try to think about people doing. But uh, you know, Margaret Mitchell wrote the last chapter first, and I think that's something a lot of people don't it's a good, don't good realize. Analogy it is importance yeah. of, uh, of making doing some planning, and I I, I think. I don't know why is it that when you're young, you don't think you need to do that. I think that, uh, you know, speaking from perspective, we've probably all been there. And I know, I know Bradley's a little bit different because he's in this business, but we think we're never, it's so far away. We think, oh, we've got time. But I'm just telling you, the calendar goes by faster than what we realize. And, and it just seems like somebody has fit, hit fast forward on my life over the last 20 years. And all of a sudden, boom, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's been a blessing for me to work in the position that I do because I see people every day that are in their, you know, uh, upper 50s or low 60s that we're helping retire. And almost every single one of them says, you know, if I was your age to go back and do it all over again, I would do things totally different. And it, 
it just happened so fast like like dad said but it, it's it is crazy how fast things go well when you when you try to plan for retirement not only your taxable uh you know income at retirement but do you want it to be taxable or tax-free and uh you yeah. know doing the roth conversions and things they can help you give tax-free income and maintain the tax-free benefit of your ira for life and 10 years beyond and, and i know that kind of throws people when i say that yeah but, but when people inherit your kids inherit your roth ira they've got 10 years to take the money out so you can actually continue that tax-free legacy for 10 years after your death how long for a regular ira same same so, exactly so th- th- the same. this is this is what gets crazy and i'll get fired up talking about this but um what happens this changed back with the secure act in 2020 they changed uh, the uh, beneficiary ira rules and so what that means is whenever you pass away and say your spouse has already passed away too and it passes to the next generation that's when this comes into play um, your kids say say mom and dad live a perfectly normal life. They live to be uh, 80, 90 years old, pass away. Well, at that point, you hand your kids, say, a million, two million dollars. Well, what are they? They're 50 and 60 years old. Uh, odds are and they're making the most money they've ever made, paying the most taxes they've ever paid. And then they get handed a million dollar or more taxable asset traditional that, IRA that they yeah. have to be and it has to be distributed within 10 years. So what does that do? That blows them through the tax brackets and gives money unnecessarily to the government. And so it's kind of funny I always talk about you know I'll, I'll ask you, do you love your kids, Harold? Oh, I certainly do. Okay. And some people kind of laugh and say no, I, but but I love my grandkids. So I'm like, okay, yeah. well that that works too. It works the same way. Well, if you if you want to a strategy is, you know, do do some Roth conversions, make some Roth IRA contributions if you can, because that's money, still has the same rules, has to be distributed within 10 years, but it's tax-free, and that, you're not giving a whole bunch of money to the government. It's tax-free at that point to your kids? Yeah, I mean, it's tax-free to the kids whenever they... you've already paid, in essence, you paid the taxes. Yeah, right? and then when they take the money out as a distribution, it's tax-free to them as well. We ask people, if you have a, a, a tendency to want to leave a legacy to your kids, Great do you way. want to give it to them while you're alive, or do you want to give it to them after you're dead? So we say, well, do you want to give, them, give it to them with a warm hand or a cold hand? Good point. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, you know, back in the old, in the old days, you, I, you probably don't even remember. remember. There was a show called The Millionaire back in remember. the 50s, and this nope. guy by the name of Mr. Anthony. <laughs> Okay. There was a rich dude, uh-huh. and he would give a million dollars tax-free wow. to somebody. Yeah. So he'd pay the taxes, in essence, for the right. person. Yeah. But they'd get a net amount of a million dollars. So wow. That's really what you're going to do with your Roth IRA, depending on how much you accumulate. That's exactly right. Uh, you pay, you're basically paying the taxes on it for your kids. That's right. Or for yourself. Yeah, later. that's exactly right. And plus, the other thing, Harold, is where do you think taxes are going to be in 20 or 30 years? Do you think they're going to be less, or do you think they're going to be more? Well, that's a good question. Probably more. Probably more. And that's what you know, 100% of the people say is probably going to be higher then. So it's, it makes more sense if you can afford to do it is pay the taxes now. And then uh, you know, if you leave the money to your kids and they pay the taxes in 20 to 30 years, more than likely there's going to be increased shrinkage in that asset to get them to the net spendable dollars. And if you're, if you're in retirement and you're living on a fixed salary... At that point, it's harder to pay taxes because you got to think. Right now, it's easy. If you're working, it's easy to absorb your taxes because you've got your income to do it. But whenever, if they do, and right now, it's set to happen. In 2026, tax rates are set to increase back to what they were pre-2020. We already know that. Um, and so right now, we, we say taxes are on sale. Um, it's kind of cheesy to say it that way, but it's a way that I, I remember it. Um, but right now, you can basically pay taxes at a known rate instead of paying taxes at an unknown rate in the future. That's right. Good point. There's some changes. I think Social Security, two people are losing some of their income because of reduced uh, their 
their net amount because of Medicare and some of the yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. It, it it's crazy all the rules that that these qualified assets have. There's a lot of puzzle pieces. But yeah, if you've got a traditional IRA, I'll just tell you this, or a traditional 401k, you're going to be paying taxes. It's going to cause probably increased tax on your Social Security. If you've got a large enough 401k or IRA, you're probably going to be paying more in, uh, for Medicare too, your Part B premium. And then uh, you're going to be passing your kids on taxable money after you're gone. And there are ways to get around that. Um, but And we had a guy said uh, a while back, you know, if, I just wanted to stick my head in the sand and not deal with it. Well, if you stick your head in the sand, someone's going to deal with it. Your kids are going to deal with it. Your grandkids are going to deal with it. So it's better now to deal with it now at known rates. The government loves you to stick your head in the sand. Oh, they, they would love nothing more than for you to forget <laughs> so about it. So real quickly, what's the forecast for the market? To, what's it look like for this year? I, we're going to have a good market this year. This is a uh, you know, presidential election year. Normally those are pretty good. Uh, not all the time. but Expect volatility. Um, there's so much. There's so much. I think there's $34 trillion still sitting on the sidelines of, of you know savings. And, and stimulus money, there's still a lot of money to be able to uh, be spent uh, to drive the economy still. So I think this year is going to be uh, just fine. Uh, I'm more concerned about 2024, 20, I mean 2025, 2026, after those funds have been spent. And, of course, it depends on how the election comes out. And there's geopolitical events. But I will tell you, Harold, I've been in business 30 years. This is my 30th year in business. I've seen this my whole career. There's always geopolitical stuff. There's always issues. It's just, it's just a, different, a different year. Very good. Gentlemen, thanks for being on the program this morning. Thank it's you always, so much. It's always fun having you on. <laughs> thanks for having us. Appreciate I you. I learn something every time you're on the program. Good deal. So Me too. We'll pass it on. <laughs> so if somebody wants to get a hold of you to talk. Give us a call. The office is 323-6800 right there in Clinton, or you can check us out on our website, and, and uh, you can even make appointments on there. Schedule on there. Retirewithbacca.com. 323-6800. Easy yes, to remember. Easy to remember. That's right. 323-6800. Advanced Financial Strategies on the program once a month with us. We appreciate you guys being on. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. Good, good information. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.